0: sex and lifestyle podcast that you didn't know you needed. This is the Swinging Soulmates podcast with your host Mondo and Sativa. Please relax, unwind and come play with us and our guest co-host as we candidly share our personal experiences and erotic escapades in the lifestyle. Motivated by passion and purpose. Our goal is to create a community that allows themselves to be educated and entertained through the tales of the swinging soulmates. Mondo and Sativa are not medical professionals, yet we are a happily married couple of 19 years and in the L.S. for 10. We have a deep, unwavering commitment to our marriage and to holding a space in normalizing and redefining the concept of relationships and monogamy. The Swinging Soulmate strives to be a resource and inspiration to others. So subscribe, put a reoccurring playdate on your calendar, and come along with us as we journey deep into our minds as Swinging Soulmates.
1: Love that, um, and I love that when it's personal, people they gravitate towards more. You know, when right. you have a story to tell, um, and when you are being transparent in that sharing, that speaks volumes. You know, that really allows somebody to maybe then go ahead and listen to a podcast episode once or twice, and then really have like this epiphany or this moment of understanding. That they didn't even know, maybe that they were going through, um, right. or they don't know how to uh, communicate it themselves and describe it, and you're able to provide them that opportunity to do so. Um, I it's it is like I said, I keep saying empower empowering, but it is, and it's. I know for myself when I feel like I've educated somebody on the use of cannabis and how it can, you know, increase and 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 enlighten. Um, their existence and, and just elevate their quality of life. And they look at me and they tell me, oh, my gosh, like, thank you so much. Like, all I needed was somebody to talk to me and talk to me like a, por- a, person-, a person about it and to be able to relate to what I'm going through. Um, and it's like I said, it's such a good feeling. I know for me, I always say when I leave this earth, I want to know that I left a footprint of significance in the lives of others in a positive way. And so knowing that and realizing that while you're here is so fulfilling. And I can just imagine how fulfilling that must be because sex is so important. We worry and we we go to the doctor. Well, hopefully people go to the doctor for their yearly exam. You go to the dentist twice a year. You see your optometrist. Um, Now people are starting to put more focus on mental health. But nobody ever says, let's focus on your sexual health. And that is such a part of who we are as, as human beings, um, as physiological, biological specimens. That's a part of who we are. If one thing's off kilter, everything's off kilter. And people don't give that attention to sexual wellness as being something that can kind of just make shit a little, little janky, you know? Oh, yeah. um, so having sex ed- educators um certified sex educators or those that are using personal experience um those that are willing to talk about it it's so very important and i love that it's now making sex less of a tabooish mm-hmm. type of topic and actually a topic that like i said wellness and and the health of of your sexual um your sexuality pushing it in the forefront and you know, it's slow but it's happening.
2: Even right. like people just talking about it helps just because you get more experiences that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. When you go to a professional, in quotes, they might be talking more textbook, but when you hear everyday regular people's story, then it makes you feel like, okay, well, maybe I'm not weird or mm-hmm. maybe I, I'm okay. The way that I feel.
1: and there's a community out there you know for everything um,
3: and yeah I knew I that, was on to something I knew I was on yeah. something because I was driving Lyft for a while for, it was like a secondary job and I had told one of my passengers about up horror stories and she goes oh my god let me tell you See? <laughs> See? because whatever i mention these kind of things everyone has a story everyone yeah. has like one of these either a silly story or a kind of traumatizing story or just a story that they just don't really want to share with people because they're a little bit yeah. ashamed about it yeah but i want to like reiterate that everyone has these experiences and mm-hmm. it's perfectly natural my aim is just harm reduction you know, the yeah. more you know, the more you know how to navigate these situations when they mm-hmm. come. Look out for the red flags. I love playing red mm-hmm. flags with people on my show because I'll give people like a silly situation: is this a red flag for you or not? And it's 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 educating, but it's also funny. You know, it's it's yeah. entertainment.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of I, I. Well, I know Hubby didn't read it, but Cosmo um, and Seventeen used to have an article, a, a portion of it where you know, it was sharing crazy stories or sharing, mm-hmm. you know, girls that were like, I got my tampon stuck, you know, way too deep for a week. Just embarrassing Uh-oh. stories or yeah. just whatever it may be. And I, that was like my favorite part of of, of Cosmo. Like, absolute favorite. I'm, me and my girlfriends would read that first, you know, with our box wine that we used to drink every Thursday watching the OC. It was, it was, it was, it was so much that you go, oh my god! So I'm not the only one that farted when I was getting head, you know, or giving head.
3: <laughs> it's such I'm a human experience. Like it's yeah. so human, humanizing. It's it's the the only thing that really um, we all have in common is sex and death. <laughs> like yes. we all right. we all fuck and we all die. You know, right?
1: we're all
2: born, but yeah,
1: right. Those are the guarantees.
2: Yeah. yeah. Did, the, did the fart smell? When because <laughs> that'd be awkward. Like it's one thing for the sound, but
3: you, you know, know what? Smells happen. Smells yeah. happen, parts happen.
1: I mean, I guess you would know if that person just slowly stopped and or quickly stopped and made their way up, you know, up north, then yes, then probably, probably. But um uh, I think if it's good and it's you know it's right in the throes of passion and everything, then. Something that you can, you can, you can avoid, you know, turn yeah. your head a little bit, get some fresh air, get back to work.
2: It's, so mm-hmm. do people with gas mask kinks, do they have you fart in the mask so that it holds the smell? That's a good
3: question. Yeah.
1: We should ask. Let's, let's I've never
2: that
3: experienced too. that myself. Let's take a, <laughs> a caller though. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: right, right. Let's find out. That's that's a good question. to put out there, babe. Um,
3: I personally am pretty sensitive to smell, so I don't think I would enjoy that much. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I so with us having experience swinging, um, I was trying to actually think in the shower before we got on. What is a like a horror story that you know hook up horror story for us? Because I'm thinking like back in the day, and I'm like, well, I've been with him for twenty two years, so I'm like, I can't really even think back um that far
2: the one party we went to we hooked up with one couple
1: i knew you were gonna say
2: that i just <laughs> left i was thinking we invited back. another couple up they came up uh, but invited another couple oh, and God. then the couple that we invited left uh, so then the couple they invited stayed and who, then we had to think of their reason yes. to leave and yeah Oh, so they
3: invited someone they just weren't into, and then they yeah.
0: they left.
3: Ooh, and left us
2: with the ones that yeah. That's just really no interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we're these in. people like, they they loved us like they weren't taking any hint by uh, short of no. me being like, get the fuck out. We're not into it. Like, and I didn't want to do that. I, they were nice people, um, and we were new. We were kind of, we fairly knew it was first six months or so into, you know, being in the lifestyle. Um, you know, I just, there was really no point of being that much of an asshole. So, but short of that, like, they didn't take a hint at all. We ended up, like, we rented this hotel room. It was celebration for my birthday, so we were supposed to stay. We actually had plans to hook up with somebody the next morning before we left. We ended up going. Ooh, got a phone call. Like,
2: gotta drive to the bay area. Yeah, Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. That's what we said (laughs) at four thirty in the morning. So we checked the fuck out and went home. Um, And it was, and they, yeah, found us on on the websites that we were on, and a good thing that like Facebook tells you when someone's trying to, you know, friend you because I was able to. Cut that off real quick, but yeah, okay. That is a good one. I thought you were have, talking about.
3: I have a really good one for
1: you guys. Yes, I was going to say, would you share? Yes.
3: Um, I I don't think he would mind uh, me sharing this story because I've written about it, and also it's just a funny story. It has to do with mm-hmm. my ex, um, and we've talked about it too. It's just kind of silly. Um, <laughs> so, um, I mentioned before, I back in 2016, I was kind of going through this really bad breakup. With mm-hmm. My ex, we were together for like six years. It was just kind of a nasty time. I moved to Sacramento, and I lived in Sacramento for like two years. And while I was there, I started kind of like you know feeling the the land, lay of the land, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, I I met this guy on some app, and um, you know, kind of attractive, a little bit older than me. wasn't you know wasn't bad looking, pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. So um. I, he invited me over to his place, and I took an Uber from where I was living, kind of like in the Arden area to like okay uh-huh. and so i that's like as far east as like I'd ever gone, like from yeah. <laughs> from Sacramento, so yeah like, okay. like a thirty minute ride in an Uber is kind of kind of a big deal, yeah, so I get there, and um, um, uh, you know, he's very nice, very welcoming, very warm, um, you know the bedroom and start you know doing the thing and it was okay it was mm-hmm. it was not
1: terrible but it
3: yeah. wasn't good either it was just yeah.
1: okay, you nothing know. to write home about
3: Things nothing to happen. write home about yeah and so um apparently you know I I, you know we finish up get dressed I leave um apparently he had a great time because he found me on Facebook the next day and out me started texting me all the time calling me just like just in the inbox constantly and I'm just like okay dude, like what and, you know maybe a few days later he he asked me like oh how do you know this person and <sighs> that that person was my ex <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like of <sighs> and I was like well that is my ex um we broke up last year and a two months ago, whatever the mm-hmm. time frame was. And um he goes, Oh, that's my nephew. Oh wow. <laughs> Holy
4: shit. I was not expecting that.
3: Yeah. So call me Mrs. Robinson. Um <gasps> I and then that's it so gets cool. worse. Wow. So I was right, like, right. okay, well the the breakup was kind of a bad breakup. Like you shouldn't mention it to him. I we can't see each other ever again. Yeah, you know. But what does he fucking do? He goes and tells him that this happened. And what would he? Do? I was like, what the what fuck is wrong that? with you? You know. Yes. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And so,
4: <laughs> my ex called me. <laughs> That's
1: some Jenny Jones Maury type shit. Like, <laughs>
3: like right, right. So my ex like, uh, calls me, and, and he so. goes, <laughs> "I know." So my ex calls me, and he goes, "Okay, so we gotta talk about this." Um, my uncle, no. <laughs> and I'm like, no. "You know no. what? Awkward." <laughs> I, it's, I'm so sorry. I had no idea, and it, it just, it just happened. He goes, "This would happen to you, though," <laughs> 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 because I've, I'm quite accident prone. Uh, and he he's just like, you know what, this would happen. And I'm like, it would. It really would. He was very understanding. And we kind of had a little laugh about it. Uh, yeah. Wow. But I was like, wow, this is insane.
1: Yeah. Like, did he take him out to dinner? Did he call him and tell him? Like, what are you
3: what he just called him up and said, hey, like I, I hooked up with your I ex like what? <laughs> what the fuck is break. wrong with that you That was
2: the uh, like hi. Male testosterone, like, oh, let me brag about this, that braggadocious stuff that guys like to do.
1: He's like, huh? <laughs> How's your dating life going? He's like, it's good. He's like, oh, mine. Let me tell you, I met this jungle guy. Like, <laughs>
3: wow. I think he was trying to, like, you know, negate. I don't know what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to, like, say it happened before it came out that it happened or something. Like that, but it never would have
2: came out,
1: right? What is this a rom com? Like it would have been like you went to you went to Turkey Day, and oh my gosh, I know him. Like (laughs) he wanted to tell. And also, what are the
3: odds? What are the odds that I would run into his uncle (laughs) in a different city?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that lets you know. Everybody thinks California is so big, Uh, especially yeah it 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 happens um I mean, when we met, we were together. we actually were engaged, and we started realizing how close our families were intertwined as far as like went to school together and things like that um cousins of ours that had dated and like found out that one a cousin had a mine had like two or three abortions that was by a cousin of his and Part of the reason why I did not grow up, I was so happy that my parents moved me out of the town in the East Bay where they all live. Because I was like, you guys are, whew, there's only so many of you. So you guys all dated and fucked around and shit like that. But when we got engaged, people were like, I think you guys may want to check the, um, the family tree. And we were like, are you, are you guys serious? We're, we had definitely had lots and lots of sex at this time. And just, I was, it was just, there was oh, nothing, no. that, yeah, there was nothing good that would have come out of if we had some family, yeah, and some bloodline. There was not. There is not. Just there to is clarify, not. Yes. I don't
2: know. She hasn't yes. said that shit, so just to clarify. If there was. There's none at all.
1: I said if there was. There
2: but there's was the no. fear that, you know, someone brought yeah. it up.
1: There, uh, yeah. There,
3: there's a man in another in.
1: Yeah, like my mom... And her five siblings knew all of his like, older cousins and stuff like that. But it just yeah, look, it it's one of those towns where your dad had another family, not anybody in our family, but your dad had another family like four streets over, right? From where you you know it was back in the day. It was one of those kind of towns. Shit, even what now I saying, think it's still
3: there was a man in the Netherlands I just heard yesterday actually who um, bothered some like. 500 children or something like that like some mm-hmm. insane number Um, but he was being he was wanted by the police in the Netherlands for this because of the risk of incest yes. that might happen because all those children will eventually grow up and they might Uh-oh. end up getting together on accident yeah. you know he it's ran away from the, the Netherlands. country he's in Africa now or something he's like in a different country but he's also with, with
1: how many more kids
3: exactly so <laughs> it's it's crazy <laughs> Thomas
1: Jefferson like he's, like, he's <laughs>
3: inspired by him <laughs> perhaps I mean oh he is that's crazy. 500 kids is a lot
1: <laughs> that is that's a lot of lot of sex mm-hmm. that's a lot
2: what <laughs> was the horror story you were thinking I was going to tell
1: um Avrilin's birthday and the couple and then how we saw them at the next time at the next party and they want to put us on blast um, which it's not a cool thing guys hey you don't you don't have to you don't have to let the whole party know that you know us and you didn't say it and like oh I know you guys you said it like I know you guys I mean then I had to act like I was like I know those I don't know those people at all no be
3: discreet you know that's I right?
1: thing I mean your husband was one of his, ask me to eat my pussy. Who turns that down? Like, <laughs> come on. Um, so, yeah, that's the one I thought. Um, I, I guess... Mm, no, because we still... It still continued, but it was not a horror hookup, I guess I'd say. That one? No, I was going to say with um, White Girl. And guys, I'm not saying that. Don't get mad. That's what she preferred <laughs> to be called. Okay. Uh, Wipe it. Yes. <laughs> well, that part. Yeah, so it's going to be nice. Well,
2: I didn't know who you were talking about. Change the name. Once
1: again, she preferred to be called that. Yes.
3: That's odd. That's a really strange thing to want to be called.
2: It was a... Down sub uh, dynamic.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Like, like she came into it asking. She just said he had that energy, which we are in a dom-sub relationship, marriage. That's the dynamic of our marriage. And gotcha. she just said that he he just radiated that energy. So she asked right away. Um, but that's a whole nother episode.
4: So <laughs> we'll talk
1: about that then. So I did want to ask, um, one, what other story that a caller or you know, a guest or somebody has shared? um, What is probably the craziest one, the one that just made you go, what?
3: Well, I've had some crazy ones for sure. But um, I think one of the most important things about this is, yeah, we have a lot of these stories that could be kind of funny, but it also kind of borders on a lot of like serious topics as well, Mm -hmm. such as like domestic Mm -hmm. violence and um, sexual assault and, you know, also sex trafficking. So. I I will say April, we're recording this first of April. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And so we just had, uh, I just released an episode yesterday about um, um, a man who he um, uh, authored a book about um, being a partner to someone who is a survivor. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: So he told the story about um, how how his wife Um, was assaulted like the very early stages of their relationship like like Mm. maybe like the first couple of weeks and the whole the and the difficulty like navigating those situations especially Mm -hmm. from the partner perspective it's like what do you do in these situations they went through the whole the whole gamut they they went through like the legal system they tried to like take this guy down um but also like he had done it to like other people in the friend group as well wow so you know and they said he also had some sort of other like mental issues like mm-hmm. borderline autism or something like that mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um that's not always an indication that a person's going to like you know people. Yeah. Yeah. but also that what i found most fascinating was that the difficulty they faced when they actually went through the legal system to um address this and the whole like they had to go through several lawyers because the lawyers wouldn't take wouldn't take the, the case take it. it's not quote unquote winnable.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, which is ridiculous. It's completely crazy. It's and the strain that it comes, is
2: profitable for them.
3: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um because wow. lawyers have a career trajectory and you know if you lose a case that the garnish that the blunder
1: Yeah. I mean look at she does it for well I like to think that she she works with women and she represents women because she cares. Um, was it all red? Yes. I red. want to say that she does. However, there's been some instances that it's like, girl, take no, don't take this one. Put it put it back in the case. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe ask for some money or something like on the on the low low because it definitely seems like it's a profitable, um, you know, eye catching. I'll be in the story. I'll be on Fox News and CNN and everything else. So there's been some times. but it um, it's sad that there's nobody that does these things pro bono right. or that they do it because they see the injustice, you know, that that occurs when it has to do with um crimes of sexual nature, um, right. especially in in trafficking.
3: Um,
1: we've only made a dent in what's going on as far as trafficking.
3: Right. Um, there was actually an instance just this last year, um, where a fifteen year old girl was abducted from a Mavericks game and yes. was immediately sent off to to be sex trafficked. Yep. They force fed her drugs and they didn't find her for like I don't know, months or, so, or like months, I think it yeah. was like 10 days, but they wouldn't take they wouldn't take the case um for like nine months.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was yeah.
3: like this insane thing. It's like, really? Are you fucking kidding? And you it was a
1: PI. It wasn't even the the yeah the
3: higher the uh, yeah. guy
1: who actually ended up finding her, yeah. and that hits on it as well. this girl was she was coerced, she right. was you know she was like uh, approached through social media, mm-hmm. and this guy talked to her, and you know, I mean, planned it all. it was a couple of guys there that were with him at the basketball game, and all she did was mistakenly, like a 15-year-old girl, say I'm going to the bathroom, probably didn't think too much of it, probably thought she was going to walk around the arena with them, maybe, or something like that.
3: Right, just to and say hi.
1: Yeah. And these grown-ass men, you know, took her against her will. And can you imagine as a parent, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I commend that individual that you were just speaking about who, you know, who wrote the book from the perspective of a spouse. But can you imagine mm-hmm. the guilt that you feel as a parent? Um, especially right. if you're a parent that's aware. First and foremost, you're going to look back over everything that you did to see what led up to that situation. Um, right. But they have a lot of work to do because now she's home, but they have a lot of work to do. Right. Um, and, and I hope that that young girl, as she grows up and becomes a woman, that she's able to have the most normal, you know, loving relationships. Um, because people don't think of that. They always think of, well, she's home now, but all the residual. I mean, they fall into a um, syndrome. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a
3: whole trauma thing.
1: Yeah, like a Stockholm kind of syndrome. Yeah. So it's very hard, I think, to keep those individuals from going back. Um, and running away again or being, you know, um, susceptible to, you know, being coerced again and ending up back in a situation like that. So it's a lot of work that needs to be done. And mm-hmm. so we need more than just the parents and the, the close family. We need communities right. that provide that support. Um, so I can. I, I love that individuals are taking time out of their lives being. Full of compassion and being left less about self, and understanding that this is an epidemic. It's not just, not just a, a problem that we're going to get. It's an epidemic, and it's only going to grow, you know, with more social media platforms and just more access to these these young women. Right. Um,
0: Thank you for joining us on Soulmates and Swingers. We hope that you enjoyed yourself just as much as we did please don't miss our next play date it just wouldn't be the same without you until next time be passionate be in the moment be bold be loving be the best version of you love and light.
2: hey this is Mondo thanks for joining us this week on Soulmates and Swingers if you have any questions or any topics that you want us to cover You can reach us at 12-I-N-N-S-A-T-I-V-A at gmail.com and also on Twitter at 12-I-N-N-S-A-T-I-V-A. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, comment, hit all the buttons you can except for the delete button and we'll see you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.